This is Jason Cast. This is Scott Nearman. We are MP Local, where we want you to know that you are not alone. I tell you what, Scott, this business is not easy. It has its own unique challenges. This is not about bottom line only. This is not about profit only. We're about mission and changing communities in the nonprofit world. And that is why we started this podcast called NP Local. Hey, 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 you local listeners. Welcome to MP Local Podcast, where we want you to know that we are here for you because I'm Jason Cass. And I'm Scott Nearman. And you are not alone. Scott, we're back, brother. Back at it. Good to Two see you. later. Boop, boop. Good to see you, dude. So, loyal list, our local listeners, I want to tell you something real quick. Let's set this up because we only got 20 minutes. You know we try to give you as many nuggets as you can. Leave 10 minutes maybe of your 30-minute lunch break so that you then can go write down what we say, get excited, and execute it. Right? Right. That's what we That's do. Right. So let's get right on it. So, so, we have a couple podcasts that, that, that we've been developing. This is, what, this is what Scott and I do. What we do is we listen to our customers. We listen to our clients at the Insurance Alliance. Some of the things he does as a, as a side gig doing some consulting and so we had these two or three podcasts and so we're excited about it right and then earlier this week scott reaches out to me and says cass i'm in the second week of doing a um a consulting thing and he's a rather large uh, social service let's just say that we always want to keep everybody and and the things that that he's asking me are the things that i'm sitting here thinking this is important executive directors maybe we're going too far ahead and we need to be able to talk about some of this and scott you run some of it by it and the executive directors like i've heard this before but the way that you explained it was different and that's why local listeners so you know real time it is january 29th we've switched the script in the last 24 hours and we're going to talk to you about some things today did i say that right scott yeah, yeah. I, I've been working with this client actually a couple months, but uh, oh, sorry about that. We, uh, but you know, they're they're a very well established organization, and um, it's very interesting. You know, even well established organizations have not necessarily uh, developed a strategic plan, and so one of the uh, precursors of of what we're doing is a board discussion on mission, vision, and core values. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, mission, vision, core values. Some people who've served on boards, they dread these conversations, right? Because they can be right. long, drawn out sessions of words. Eyes glaze over. They start falling asleep. They're blaming it on it being too warm in the room. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, so you know, free lunch, that's sort of the upside. But, but the reality <laughs> is this is one of the most important things that leaders do. Come on. So leaders, you know, uh, in fact, Peter Drucker is a well-known business consultant. And he, late in life, in the 90s or so, turned to nonprofits as the sector of innovation, one of the largest employers in this country. And so he talked about how uh, this is the most important thing uh, that a leader can do. And so uh, if if you don't, when you are are starting as a nonprofit executive director or when you are uh, in leadership and you need to, something has changed in your environment and you need to pivot, Boy, hasn't that happened in the last year? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you may need to rethink Ooh. and be sure that everything you're doing is aligning with your mission and vision and the world that you want to see changed. 
Yes, it is. It is. And this is the thing that kind of glazes over, but it lays the foundation for everything. We talked a little bit about this um, back in probably the second, third or fourth episode. A lot of you local listeners have probably already listened to it. But the point was, is that the mission and vision, uh, mission, uh, vision, mission and core values are important because it's guiding light to what your organization should be doing. We all know that. But one thing we never think about is the thing we hate the most, which is hiring and that bad word, firing. It's tough to do because you never laid out the mission or the values up front to tie them to. You can't tell somebody that we expect you to be more committed to our organization when you never included commitment and integrity as maybe an core value, right? Putting them as the ownership of that part. How do they know they have ownership? Because they know the mission because they know the vision, because they know the core values, then it's easy to have that conversation with them whenever they're not doing it. They know you were up front with them. It's hard to discipline your kids if you don't tell them the rules up front. It's hard to start a baseball game if you don't have the rules first. You can't make the rules later. It's impossible and everybody gets mad. So that is you, executive directors listening to this. Keep in mind, that's the beauty here. It helps you in more areas than just that thing that makes your eyes glaze over. Absolutely. So let's yeah. define, let's define let's these three terms. So rock and roll vision, hit me up, Scott. And, and let me just tell our listeners, you know, if, if you've gone to school and, and had to talk about this, maybe in a strategic management class, or if you have, have been through this with a consultant or with your board lately, I feel you. Okay. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a lengthy process, but just know mm -hmm. that if you do something more than have this set on a shelf or in the board minutes, it's going to be meaningful and it may be meaningful at the time you least expect it. So I encourage you to hang mission, vision, values on your office wall, make it visible for all to see. Um, and, and I would encourage you to take that strategic plan, something we can talk about another time. Uh, but, but once you have your more full comprehensive plan, don't just put it on the shelf. Schedule check-ins. So, so you're wondering what is a vision? And I'm going to lay it for you in one sentence, and then I'm going to turn it over to my main man. He says, not me, he says, vision, the new reality or change in the world that you want to see. What do you mean by that, Scott? I mean, a vision statement should inspire. Okay, that's how mm. we bring um, staff members, board members, volunteers, donors. That's how we attract them to our organization is we are casting a vision. We're telling a story of a world that is yet to be of a change like that. that needs to happen and how mm -hmm. we need their teamwork and their support and yes, their donor dollars to make it happen. A vision statement this, must inspire. You put this so well. I'm, I'm so I'm so proud to have someone like you that that is a teammate with me in this because you use such great words of vision and here, um, here's a mental picture of what is not yet, but what the most ideal picture of the world might be because of your organization that inspires people right well, and when and you, you start as you said that's what leaders do is inspire well and and you know it, it's no coincidence that one of the nonprofit recruiting job boards is called idealist right idealist.org mm -hmm. so <laughs> we, we tend to be idealists in the nonprofit world but uh, of course the things we're talking about in this podcast are some of the core management concepts or uh, traits mm -hmm. or practices. And so this is all foundation that we're going to build off of in the 100 to 300 podcasts we do. And so anything else on vision before we go on to mission? 
No, I just I think um, we'll talk about here at the end. There's a, there's a really great vision vision statement I think from a, a nonprofit. I think everybody will be familiar with, but um, you great. know it's inherently futuristic. So when you're talking about vision, you have to think about one of the things that I heard at a conference. Oh, more than a decade ago, Jason. Uh, and on, ironically, I was in Illinois at the time, but this was a guy uh, from Tennessee, and he said that the goal of a nonprofit manager or an organization should be to work themselves out of a job. Ah, come on. Okay. So if we care about homelessness, let's eliminate the problem. Let's raise enough or throw enough money at it and be strategic and wise mm -hmm. in our partnerships so that we eliminate it. Now, realistically, we're talking about idealists here, right? So realistically, yep. uh, you know, Jesus himself said the poor will always be among us, right? Come on. There are folks who are always going to struggle with alcohol or drugs. There, mm -hmm. there, there are folks that, you know, are always going to be in a position of needing assistance. However, mm -hmm. it is our goal. And in a more ideal world, that is not the case. And so we're working so hard at that. And we're trying to put the resources and the systems in place to resolve those issues. I believe it is possible that some organizations can work themselves out of existence and good for them if they do. Work yourself out of a job, folks. What a different concept because, you know, work yourself out of a job, but well, you, you took it a step further and said, work your social service or your nonprofit out of a job. Yes. Wow. How great would that to be to say, rather than hitting people up and saying, we need money, you're kind of saying, Hey, we need to know some direction of how to shut this organization down because we accomplished our mission. Now that's really wild. I, local listeners, I right. get it. That's like far out there, but that's a good point. Right. If you never reach there and you get halfway, you're better than everybody else. The mission, you know, you talk about the mission. You want to spend time on the mission. Most of our discussion mission statements are just not beautiful words, but the statement should lead one organization, board, donors, employees or volunteers to action. I think that's important. Action. Action's different than busyness. Right. Action means we're doing something. What do you mean by that? Elaborate on that. If I was your executive director and you're explaining mission to me, what would you tell me? So in his book, uh, I mentioned Peter Drucker. He wrote mm. a book, Managing the Nonprofit Organization, Principles and Practices. He talks about a mission statement being operational. If it is not operational, if it doesn't lead to action or actionable objectives, it's just good intentions. It's just pretty words on paper. And maybe mm -hmm. you frame it for your office wall. Uh, mission statements should help drive your goals. And so that's why I, I connect these two to the strategic planning process, because a, a good planning process, you're updating that plan every three to five years mm -hmm. for a nonprofit. You know, if mm -hmm. you're part of a bigger organization, maybe they do a five to 10 year plan, mm -hmm. but you um, have to realize when your world is changing and whatever your market or industry is, um, you need to go back to that plan and update it. So a best practice for boards is to check in with that plan. And that plan has got to align with mission. I think I talk about it later in our notes, Jason, but you know, one of the real problems out there is mission creep. Mission so, creep. All right. Tell me about this. Surely this can happen in business. Maybe when I explain it, um, you have an example too, but they're pretty you know, parallel for, for a nonprofit. If we see a grant out there right now, particularly uh, following the cares act or uh, maybe the new stimulus bill that's that's yet to come here this spring. Um, mm -hmm. We see something and we want to go after it. It's like that movie Up. You know, the, the joke that we have in my family is is that the dog that talks uh, says squirrel and, the, and he's off in a whole other direction away from the team, away from his family or however the story goes. 
And so if we are constantly chasing that ball or we're constantly mm-hmm. chasing the squirrel, um, mm-hmm. then we're not fo- staying focused on the core things that we do best and the reason for our existence. And so mission creep is exactly that. It's, it's creeping away or, or veering away from your core um, purpose. Absolutely, brother. I love that. I love that. And I think I like what you talk about pretty words, because if people go online right now to Google and they put in mission statement examples, you got these beautiful ones. Our job is to professionally be with somebody and and nurture them through their care and needs so that we can design, you know, I mean, and I didn't even use a lot of words there. It can be ugly things. One of the things we did is we came up with bullet points. Who are we and what we trying to do? We wrote out just bullet points and the the team just brain dumped onto it, right? Right. And then you start to pull out and say, okay, which are the most important? And then you've got some over here and then you pull some out in this column and then you got four or five things and it's like, okay, now how do we put that into one or two sentences? It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be smart. We talked about the Ben Franklin T-chart before. You can start to go through that. Who are we? What are we? Pros, cons. So let me jump in on um, mission statement and these three musts. Okay, so the mission must be operational, right? And and part of the other uh, tip that Peter Drucker has is that it should be simple, clear, concise, and able to be memorized. And so as you're developing it, to take all those points that you mentioned, Jason, and to, to squish those down into something concise and memorable, uh, it's the real challenge. And sometimes it's nice to have somebody from the outside doing mm-hmm. that right? because you as a manager may want to be the participant in that process. You want your ideas on the table, but on an equal basis with the rest of the team. And so how do we work through that? Um, and Drucker talks about three musts. Uh, one is look at your strengths and your performance. Okay. okay. So first of all, that's sort of an internal reflective kind of thing, just like we've been talking about this month, not just about your leadership per se, but about your organization's strengths and your performance over time. What are you good at? Okay, mm-hmm. this is, has to be related to your purpose. How do we find out what we're good at? Good question. Good question. I mean, that's why I think reflection is so important. But performance metrics, something for another podcast, right? What have we set in the past as a goal and how far have we gotten Oh, good. Past performance of what we said before, how we are there, measuring that, where were we fail, where were we success. Maybe also having meetings with our, 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 our staff, maybe our board. One of the things before you go on that you said that I liked is having somebody from the outside. We all have had children. All right, well, not everybody, but most of the people that we have, we know that our kids listen to other people better than they listen to us sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes that's what you need to get out of your employees, the real issues and their real strengths um, of it. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes your people won't even tell you your performances and what you're good at because they see it as more work. So, well, and Jason, something, something I know that you've done in your practice is uh, those of us that work with you on the insurance side, um, you sent a survey out, right? That's that, right. was, that was not hard to do. Uh, they weren't particularly hard questions, but it forced us all to think about it. And something mm-hmm. that I'm working with my team on right now is a uh, it's a rating form, just a scale of okay. one to five on, you know, 10 or 15 things. Um, and this rates the performance level of our team. So where do we need to focus our efforts? When I started a, a new role um, at the college I work at, you know, I'm looking at the staff that's there and what are they best at? So I came in with a bit of an outside perspective. What are they particularly good at and how can we let them spend more time doing what they're best at and what they love? It's like, you know, you don't want a painter 
doing your siding or fixing your chimney, Jason, you want them to paint and maybe do drywall finish work because that's Mm -hmm. what they love or that's what they're best at. And that's That's how I hire people when they work on my house. I want them to, I ask them sometimes, well, what do you like best? I've got these 10 things that need to be done. What are you best at? And they don't want to, you know, do roofing or they don't want to do chimneys. They want to do X and Y. So that's an internal analysis. All right. The next one is uh, look at opportunities and needs. So that's mm-hmm. what we're very good at in the nonprofit world. What are the opportunities? How's the world changing? And what are we, what need are we trying to meet? And then third must is, is again, reflection. What do you really believe? Because that mission statement has got to yield commitment. And and this leads mm-hmm. to, this leads to core values, right? But, mm-hmm. but if you can memorize a mission statement, and the vision inspires you to do these things that you're talking about in the mission, um, that's going to com- have yield commitment. And so then the question is, mm-hmm. how are we going to go about doing that? And, and you talked about this earlier, right? So core values are uh, important to consider because these are the ways that you will or will not operate, ways mm-hmm. that you will or will not accomplish those goals. Very well said. Very well said. So you know, it's very important for that team and board cohesiveness um, to wrap around, come around some core values. I'll just name a few. You, you mentioned integrity, commitment, um, and the fundraising, any organization doing fundraising, we talk in terms of good stewardship. Stewardship. Um, honesty. Excellent. Integrity. That's right. You know? And and this is something you can truly go to Google and put in core values. I'll give you a 50, print them off, give them to your staff and say, which ones represent us? This is something that you do have a lot of assistance already out there with. But you want to you have a handful, right? Again, because yeah. you want folks to be able to uh, memorize these and understand what they mean in the context of your organization. Love it. So it's I love how do this we do memorizing business? thing. It's something you don't hear people say when they talk about this, Scott. That's a that's a nice little golden nugget that you local listeners have got to pay attention to. There, can we make it memorable? Can we memorize it? Good stuff, Scott. So basically, uh, this is how we do business: who we are, what we believe, and so whether you work from the top, from that broad vision, or whether you start with the core values of your organization, perhaps like a faith-based organization would do. You know, this is who we are. Now, what are we good at and what are the needs out there? And so let me give you an example. We talk about faith-based, uh, the Salvation Army. Everybody knows the Salvation Army, the red kettle right. at Christmas time, the bell ringing. And their mission statement, the complete mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to meet human needs in his name without discrimination. But mm. they, they boil that down, actually, very clearly on their website homepage. It says, we meet human needs without discrimination. And if you think about what I know just off the top of my head that the Salvation Army does, they do food services. They provide shelters to people. They actually have a a clothing, right, thrift stores. And they have the um, natural disaster arm so that they're Ah. doing those things Mm -hmm. in the setting of a natural disaster. And let me tell you, uh, whether faith-based or not faith-based, these nonprofits that collaborate with those in a disaster situation, the government relies on them. They are doing things, like I've always said about the nonprofit sector, doing things the government cannot do or Mm -hmm. will not do and Mm -hmm. doesn't want to do. So Mm -hmm. volunteers handing out water bottles after a tornado, right? Whatever the case may be, these places, uh, these organizations have a strategic and a very purposeful 
place in that Scott, plan. it's my time. It's my team. It's my job, excuse me, to keep you under in the rails. We're at a approaching 20 minutes. When you add in the beginning and the end, they think it's more than 20. We got to stay where it is. And to all you executive directors out there, you need to remember we are here for you. One of the things you need to write down on is not only so much the core values, there's actually core values at the operational level, like getting things done in a timely fashion. That's not something that you would have as a core value, but that's something that is a way that we operate internally. So there's other things we can go at. But I just want to thank you very much, local listeners, for doing what you do. What is that? Hitting play on this because we are here for you. And we want you to know that there are things that you're doing that maybe you're doing fantastically and we're confirming them with this podcast. Maybe there's things that you're doing that you just need to quit doing, right? I always say before, and you've heard me say before, anytime you do anything, the first thing you must do is clean your site. Scott and I are here that even if your organization is established, been around forever, we can help you start today to look differently. The world's changing, so would you. Scott, anything to wrap it up? No, I think to summarize this, it's why do you exist? What are you trying to accomplish? Because before you can set goals and set those goals for the 2021 here this year, you got to do some reflection. And so whether you're just checking in on those missions, statements and goals, uh, from something you said a couple of years ago or whether you need to rethink your whole plan. Uh, now's the time. There's no time like the present to make that a priority. Engage your board and uh, go change the world. Even at our agency, our team says that Scott talks too much. So you local listeners, you have witnessed <laughs> it out there. He does. He's just excited about what he does. When you have the knowledge he does, you just want to tell people. You've been to many organizations and you've helped them and you know. Thank you very much for what you do. This has been in the local podcast where we want you to know that you're not alone. I'm Cass. He's Scott. We're here for you.